Hey guys, welcome to episode 3 of the Sports Plus Live podcast. I am Edgar, Mr. AKA Rodriguez. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. It's really, uh, it's been fun recording the first two, now the third one, because we're literally in full swing of so much sports. Um, but like I said, I'm trying not to make it so much about sports, but I am. Because uh, sports is life, sports plus life. There we go again, hence the name. Um, but first things first, I want you guys to do me a favor. Go ahead and like, share, download, subscribe, whatever you guys need to do uh, to the podcast um, via Anchor is one of the big uh, is what I'm using right now to record this on. But you also can have it on Spotify. Uh, those are the three main ones: be Spotify, Google Podcasts. And I think right now you can have it on a- Apple Podcasts as well. Just search Sports Plus Life. Um, I'll pop up. Um, SPL will pop up. And um, let's get yeah, I mean, I'm, I want to be in your ear. I'm trying to be in your ear twice a week. Um, but uh, just so much shit happens in life, but also in sports life, that um, that makes it, uh, that just throws me off. Like for this week, for instance, this week. Basketball in full swing. Two full nights of basketball. Football. You know what I'm saying? You're always going to have soccer. There's fighting. The World Series started up this week. We're going to talk about all that. A lot of NFL trades. Um, just so much has been going on. Just bam, bam, bam. And I get my fucking head spitting. I can't keep up. Um, but I'm trying here. And um, and it's it's a good thing. This is, fun. this is a fun time to be a sports fan. Amazing time to be a sports fan. Even an amazing time, if you don't even watch sports, to just turn the fucking channel to a sports channel. Watch something. It's it's a good time. Not only that, um, the sports going on, but like Halloween is right around the corner. Um, and this weekend coming up is when a lot of people go and do the whole party thing. Have Halloween parties, go out to bars, drink, dress up, do all that thing. And I need help because I don't know what to do for Halloween. I don't know what to be. I'm not a big Halloween person. Um, I really haven't been in years. I think last time I I made an effort to dress up. Um, God, it's been years. Probably 2013. Me, my brother, sister, brother-in-law, my girlfriend at the time, we were the Flintstones. That was pretty cool. Um, but other than that, before that, I remember being... Drunken Boulder as a Ninja Turtle, so I don't, um, yeah, I don't, it's a, I'm not a big Halloween person, so I might need some help, I need some ideas on what, um, what to do, I ain't trying, I do, don't come at me with the whole, just, you look like Shrek, go ahead and be Shrek, paint yourself green, put some fucking horns on your head, none of that shit, um, I ain't Sasquatch, I ain't trying to be the guy from the Goonies, any of that shit, I'm talking low level, give me something cheap. All right, but that still looks like I put effort into it. Um, so hit me up, uh, Sports Plus Life on Instagram, Sports Plus Life on Twitter. Um, you can even hit me up on my uh, personal page, uh, MRAKACO, Mr. AKACO on both of them. Um, I'll holler, man. I'm, I'm responsive. I always have my phone on me. Um, I'm always able to read. You know, I'm always. I'm ready. I'm ready to take on all uh, all advice. You can, I know you. You guys want. You guys want to flame me. I'm a big guy. Sasquatch, fine, I'll take it. Alright? I'm not a pussy, I could take it. Um, but yeah, holler at me. And also like, share, tell everyone, man. Um, like and share this the 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 Instagram channels. Instagram channels. 
Is that right? Instagram. Whatever. Just just plug the Instagram. Plug the Twitter. Um, share, man. We're trying to grow. I'm trying to grow. I Like I said, I don't want to work a regular job anymore. You guys need to help me. All right, players? Help me out. I want to be working for the man no more. Um, but speaking of the man, shout out to my, actually my boss, Jeff. So what's up to Jeff, man? He's a cool people. He's a good dude. Told me to shout him out. I shout him out. Shout out to all of you guys who've been listening. Um, once again, it, it means a lot to me. And um, yeah, like and share, man. We're trying to grow here. We, because you are a part of it too. All right. Um, but yeah, definitely. I want to want to talk about um, just to start out here. Week seven of the NFL just passes by. I'm recording this on Thursday, so week eight's about to start here in a matter of hours. Um, with the Vikings playing someone that's not that good. Bengals? Dolphins. Redskins. That Redskins. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's you know going to be in full swing. And um, but week seven, it wasn't that. It didn't I didn't jump out of my chair? I actually wasn't really paying attention other than I, the Broncos. I think maybe because the Broncos just got mauled on Thursday night, and that was that was really bad. That was not that was not fun. That was not good. Um. But the big thing to take away from that game was Pat Mahomes got hurt, and that shit looked bad. Um, right away, I thought he tore ligaments, and because I, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I've been in the hospital before enough to know that that doesn't look good. His 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 thigh or his leg was twisted in a way it shouldn't have been twisted, and um, looks like it was a dislocated kneecap, which sounds very fucking painful. Very painful, um, and he and he's looking, and it didn't look to be as bad as it was. They popped it in right right away. Um, thank God, no um, no uh, n- no ligament damage. So that's always good. And it looks like he'll be he's actually practicing today, I believe. This happened a week ago, and the guy's already back in practice. So um, I doubt he'll play this week. I don't. They shouldn't. I think he should take his time. Um, coming back with that shit, I mean, it's not just not something you mess with. Um, he's young, man. He's he's gonna have so much more ahead of him. It just it just take just just slow it down. Just just take it easy, bro. I know you want to get out there. You won, you know, your NFL MVP, best player in the league. Just just slow it down, man. Just take take it easy, all right. Just take it easy. I'm very excited player to watch. Um, but yeah, it looks like. Um, he's he's trying to come back. He's trying to do it for his team. But they're five and two. No need to rush. You guys are gonna win the division. Chargers aren't doing good. Broncos sure as hell aren't doing good. Raiders are just are. I mean, just it's not a good division right now. Um, good division if you're the Chiefs because you guys get out of there. Um, even even possibly earn. You know, first round bye. You never know. Um, in the playoffs, but um, but yeah, but he, I I I bet he tries to be back next weekend, which. I don't know, just sit down. Just sit the fuck down, Patrick. Um, but yeah, that was a pretty scary. Um, a couple of trades to talk about. And like I said, I'm way behind. I know you guys probably heard of this. Manuel Sanders got traded from staying within the division. Uh, I'm sorry. We're talking about the Broncos and Manuel Sanders being traded to the already undefeated um, 49ers, which is a good trade for him. Don't think... I don't know if this was... The Niners looking for depth or the Broncos kind of 
starting to unload some players and throw it in the towel. It could be a mixture of both. Um, I don't know how big of an impact Manuel Sanders will make, but I do know what a kind of a player he is watching him here in Denver. Um, he's a hell of a player. I mean, he, he'll make those tough catches. I always thought he's been the best receiver here. Even when Demarius Thomas was here, they are both here. Emmanuel Sanders has always made that difficult catch. Has always has always been that safety blanket for whoever the quarterback has been here. Um, he's done well, and I think the thing is going to do great at the Niners. The Niners have showed that they're a, they're a top team. Look, I mean, yeah, this last week they won 9-0 against the Redskins. Nothing special. Like I said, nothing special happened this weekend. But I think you can chalk that one up to how bad the the uh, the weather was. Very rainy, very slippery, muddy. Um, um, but yeah, they, they're still, I think they're 6-0 now, I believe. 5-0, 6-0. Undefeated either way. Um, they still have the Panthers. I think they have the Panthers this week. And that's going to be very fun to watch. This, this is going to be a challenge because the Panthers are coming off a of bye. They're rested. Um, and just like I said, Christian McCaffrey is one of the MVP uh, head runners. Run, head runners, runner-ups, or head runners, head of the MVP voting. Um, we'll see. It's going to be very interesting to see if they could stop that run, if they stop Christian McCaffrey. Um, they get past this, these, uh, they get past the uh, Panthers. I, I, I definitely, I'll, I'll buy into it. They're contenders. Right now, I'm not that bought into it. Same thing with the Patriots. Um, and moving on, also other trades. Patriots made a trade for Mohamed Sanu um, from the Atlanta Falcons. Same thing. I think this happened actually before because now it looks like Josh Gordon is done for the year um, and Mohamed Sanu is in. I think they had an idea that something like that was going to happen. So I think that's why they made the trade. Um, but big depth. Big depth and, and now a wide receiver because now they got um, shit, the rookie receiver back. I'm so bad with names. It's 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 terrible. Um, but yeah, now they got him back. Dude, this is going to... Hold on, guys. I'm going to look it up. They got him back, but they're going to do... Um, Enkeel Harris? No, it wasn't Enkeel Harris. Was it Enkeel Harris? Enkeel something? No. This is going to bother me, guys. Hold on one second. Anyways. I'm trying to move on, trying to move on here. Um, but yeah, the Patriots are... Um, Philip Dorsett. That's what I was thinking about. Um, but the Patriots have got that, got that trade going uh, from the from the Atlanta Falcons. Um, but they have, and I, I don't know, man. I, I I'm gonna go out on a limb, and I know a lot of people out there are gonna be like, oh, "Okay, Edgar, you're just yeah, I know what you're thinking." Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say the Patriots lose this weekend. They too have someone coming off a bye, and they have the Browns coming off the bye. I think the Browns did a whole lot of soul searching, especially after the beatdown they just caught. Um, a lot of soul searching, a lot of adjustments, um, just to clear their head, start from zero, start from scratch. Um, and I think they're going to beat the Patriots. And the big reason why is you guys are, oh, you know, everyone knows I'm a big Baker Mayfield guy. Baker Mayfield's my dude. And for for many reasons, not just because I'm an Oklahoma Sooners fan, there's a whole lot more reasons. And I'll get into that later. Maybe not this one, but another episode. But Bake, not Baker Mayfield, but the reason I think the Patriots are going to struggle is because of Miles Gary. 
I think Miles Garrett is going to get to Tom Brady. You get to Tom Brady, get to Tom Brady. It's like cutting off the snake of it, the head of a snake. That offense doesn't run without Tom Brady. Plain and simple. They then they, they get to Tom Brady. That's going to hurt. But the 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 Bills showed that in week three, four. I can't remember, but early when the Bills lost to the Patriots, but that was um, I showed a lot. And, and I think if you get to Tom Brady, I think that you win. That the Browns win the game. I don't know the score is going to be, but I know they're. I have a feeling the Browns are going to beat the Patriots. That's just me. Those are my. That's what I'm sticking to. That's my upset of the week. Browns over the Patriots. So if you guys have, you guys want smoke? At me. Sports plus life. Instagram. At me. Sports plus life. Twitter. I'm. You guys don't do not understand. Just like Bernie Mac said, I ain't scared of you, mother. I ain't gonna say it. I already cussed too much. I'm trying not to cuss because my niece is probably listening. But yeah, and then that's that's what I that's that's what I think is gonna happen this weekend. Um, we'll see. I mean, a lot of a lot of exciting things. Football usually excites me. Last week, damn. Last week, I really didn't get the excitement feel. Um, Russell Wilson, like I said, I was talking about MVPs earlier. Russell Wilson took a hard out. Didn't look that great against the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens, I don't know, that team, they show that they can be a contender, then all of a sudden they get they get roughed. I mean, then they lose to the Browns. I mean, they just, I don't know, they just don't look like, I don't know. I don't know. That's a weird team. Um, but anyways, moving forward, I'm mean, moving on from football. Yeah, that's what this week's going on. Um, as far as football goes, but the World Series in full swing. Like I said, baseball is not my strong suit. Baseball and hockey isn't my strong suit, but I, I mean, I, I still love watching sports in general. I do like baseball, but I, I haven't really paid attention to the World Series. I'll be honest with you. And I think just because just like basketball is in full swing too. Um, but what I did watch, and it was a uh, pretty cool because I was watching it with a bunch of friends that I haven't seen in a while, and uh, and I watched the Astros. It's, Mainly Jose Altuve crank the grand slam, or not the grand slam, the walk off two run home run um, off of Araldis Chapman to send them into the World Series, which is pretty crazy. It was just nuts. Just a that's like you envision that as a kid. You walk off homer, send your team to the World Series, win the World Series. Um, pretty crazy. Pretty crazy to watch. It's pretty cool. And you, you guys didn't think Jose Altuve. Um, God, I, I don't know how tall he is. I want to say he's like, dude, he looks like he's five one. Um, he's he's not that tall, and it's just nuts. And he, he he's five six. By the way, he's five six. He looks a whole lot shorter than that. But dude, just I mean, the guy's five six. I mean, that's the game of baseball. Baseball's for everybody. Like, look at a. Uh, what's his name? Cologne, the pitcher, the fat pitcher, CC Sabathia, Cecil Fielder, F- big dudes. I'm gonna say fat dudes, They're big dudes. Um, and you know, you, if you you could throw a ball, you could swing a bat as good as these guys can. It's sports for you. I mean, you don't have to be. It doesn't. I mean, these guys are athletes, but you don't have to look the part in baseball. That's the crazy thing about baseball. You could be, 
you know, however tall, however big, however short, however, t- you know, whatever length, skin color, whatever, it's baseballs for everybody. Um, but yeah, Jose, you know, Altuve is just a little dude. Cranks at home, cranks home runs, does big things. Um, definitely doesn't play his size, which is pretty cool to see. Um, but that, that, yeah, that was a really cool moment to watch. I'm glad I was, I just caught it because we were in between the Penn State game, Penn State Michigan game, and the Alabama Tennessee game, and we just caught the walk off, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, so they're 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 in full swing. But as of right now, though, the Washingtons, Washington National Nationals are up two games to zero. And uh, yeah, I mean they got the lead. I think they're going. Back to Houston. Like I told you, I haven't been paying attention, so I apologize. But uh, I'm not on top of my game. So much going on right now. Um, but that'd be pretty cool for Strasburg. I feel for Strasburg because if you watch Strasburg come in, he's very young. The guy, I mean, uh, pitchers throw hard. They just so much on their body. They just throw so much on their arm. Not so much their body, but on their arm. Just just throws high velocity. And he's had a lot of surgeries. And it's, I think it's pretty cool for um, if Strasburg would take one, and also um, is it Zimmerman? I told you baseball is not my, but it's pretty, baseball is not my strong suit. But it's pretty cool to watch. Um, I'll catch the next game for sure. I will be caught up. I will um, keep you guys informed, even though a lot of you guys don't have to be informed, but I'm going to anyways because it's sports plus life, guys. Doesn't matter, sports plus life, all sports. When bowling comes on, when bowling comes on, I'm gonna report that to you too. Just kidding. No, I probably will. Um, but anyways, moving forward, because World Series is in full swing. Also, basketball. Everyone clap. Basketball is back in full swing. And I have... This is a sport I used to love. I loved basketball. I used to play basketball a lot growing up. Almost probably as much as soccer. And if you guys know me, soccer was is my thing. That's You, you can't school me in soccer. You can't. Football. Football. Soccer, whatever you want to call it. You can't school me on that. That's me. That's my sport. But basketball, yeah, growing up, I that's all I did. I played a lot of basketball. My dad built us a basketball court. Two of two different ones. We got we got taller, we got bigger, and he's like, Well, you guys need more space. So he's very good with the concrete recipes, my father. Um, but that guy was really good. He's a handyman. He he built us um uh, concrete court. With the hoop, the raising hoop, the one that can raise up all the way to 10 feet. Raise it down if you want to act like you could dunk. You know you know what I'm talking about. Um, a lot of twisted ankles on that court. I probably twisted my ankle like three times on that. Not good. But either way, um, yeah, basketball used to be my sport. I used to love basketball. Not so much lately. And I'll tell you why. And there's, there's a lot of reasons why. I hate, like, for example, I was watching the Denver Nuggets against the Trail Blazers last night. I sat there and watched Zach Collins, who has a fuckboy haircut to start out with. Not a big, not a big fan of him already. But same thing, I saw this last year in the in the um, in the uh, playoff series against the, the, the same two teams. You have McCollum, you have Zach Collins, Zach Collins. Um, you also have. Uh, Dame Lillard, you know, I think Dame Lillard and McCollum are great players, but I've never seen a team collectively flop as much as they have. And this is not just them. It's 
league-wide. These are seven-foot monsters flopping around when they feel a, a touch on their hip. This is worse than soccer. At least when they're diving, they're getting kicked. They're getting cleats to the back of their Achilles, the back of their heel. This is just a little hand check. Oh, oh, like Kevin Hart say, ah, no, 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 I'm not ready. That's how they flop. It's, it's just, I, it's hard for me to watch. And you, and because of shit like that, you don't know what a foul is anymore. What the fuck is a foul? I don't know what a foul is in basketball anymore. A three-point shooter will go up, kick his foot out to kick his foot out to make contact with somebody and try to get a foul called. And they'll get that call. They're kicking their foot out to make contact with someone else and that's a call, that's a foul. Three points, possibly a four-point play. And it's it's just hard for me to watch. I can't watch it. And I think it's the same thing. Just like I was talking about last time. The referees and the speed of the game as well. I think these referees need to be younger. Coming straight out of college. Something like that. Like they, they just need to be younger. Quicker. Sharper eyes. A lot of these referees are getting older man. And I just just think there needs to be that change. If we're going to move forward. That has to be a change that needs to be made. Um, I just, I just can't. It's just hard to watch. And just, I just, like last year, I only resorted to watching Denver Nuggets game. Denver Nuggets games, those are my teams. That's my team. It's my only team. Nikolai Jokic, the Joker, as we call him around here. Going to be the number one center in the league, the best center in the league, possibly an MVP. Was number four last year. In the run, in the number four runner-up in the MVP um, race, obviously losing to Giannis, uh, Kawhi Leonard, and I think James Harden was number three. I mean, you think about. And I hate bringing up statistics, but statistics, statistics, and the impact that other you know, everyone had. I mean, Nikolai Jokic was up there, and as a center, if that. The, I was watching Nikolai Jokic last night. The guys, I mean, the guy played half the game because he got three quick fouls in the first quarter, I think. And um, still put up a double-double. 20 points, 14 rebounds. Almost had a triple-double. I think he had like seven assists, eight assists. I don't remember. But that's just incredible. What the, what the guy can produce when he's on the court. And he was out for pretty much half the game because of foul trouble. And it, it just... I'm gonna, I'm I'm excited to watch the Nuggets and there's a big old buzz around here about the Denver Nuggets and it's it's a buzz we've never felt before since I want to say when Carmelo Anthony, Chauncey Billups, it just it just it just it just feels different and I think um, Nikolai Jokic, Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, I mean even Will Barton, I and once we get once um, Michael Porter Jr. gets healthy, I think he's going to be a big asset coming off the bench. Um, it's it's It feels good. It feels good to be a Denver Nugget fan. You don't hear that very often. Um, but it's going to be fun, and, I, and you need to watch out. you got to watch out for this team because I honestly think they're going to win the West and they could win the whole thing. I honestly think so. Because one of the big, one of the big things they have in 
that the not that all the others team have in the West is they have chemistry. They have the same core that took them to the playoffs out of that you know last year. They have that same core, and that's it's huge. The only thing I, I'm afraid of is the injuries. Gotta stay healthy. Um, gotta stay out of foul trouble. Gotta stay out of trouble in, in general. Did you guys see uh, the hell's his name? Sua Cravens, and I think it was Malik Beasley fight in like a apartment lobby just last weekend. I know when it was over a girl, over Instagram thought. Instagram thought. Oh yeah, let's fight over that. God, it's so stupid. It was so dumb. But anyways, I digress. Go check it out. Go look. It's not even a good scrap. I mean, of course, Sue Cravens took him down. I mean, that's what do you think he was gonna do? When like almost a seven footer is coming at you. You know what I'm saying? Like what was gonna happen? Of course, Sue Cravens is gonna take. Okay, anyways. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, back to the NBA. NBA started up this weekend. The big opening night, I thought it was a really good game between the LA Clippers and the LA Lakers. Um, and Kawhi Leonard show why he's the best player in LA, but probably the best player in the league. Dude's a monster. Dude, I, I sit there and watch. I've never, I don't see a lot of guys do what he does. He palms a ball. He can shoot. He can play defense. He can get physical. He can dribble. He can assist. Like, he has a great vision, and it's, it's it was pretty cool to watch, and I think um, you got to watch out for the Clippers. You have to watch out for the Clippers. And the crazy thing about it is that they weren't even at full strength because Paul George is going to be out for another couple weeks or something like that. And once Paul George comes back, that guy can shoot. That guy can play. This is going to be a very, very, very dangerous team. Very dangerous team. And, like, you know, like I said, Nuggets... Clippers are, you know, out in the West. I think those are the teams to watch. And you always have to be watch out for um, for Golden State. As long as Steph Curry's playing, you have to watch out. So I think Steph Curry's still a problem. Steph Curry's still going to give a lot. Um, when healthy, Steph Curry definitely will be one of the best players in the league. I don't, I'm not sold on the Lakers. I'm not sold at all on the Lakers. I wasn't sold on LeBron going to L.A. from the get-go. If LeBron, if you ever hear LeBron sit there and say, oh, yeah, you know, I want to bring championships to the Lakers or to Los Angeles. Best believe that his decision to go to the Lakers was not a basketball decision. It was a business decision. Plain simple. LeBron did not, LeBron did not come, go to LA to win championships, win games. Didn't even make the playoffs last year. And all you really added was Anthony Davis. Who knows if Anthony Davis is going to be healthy to help you guys win the championship? And I think even if you even look at that, watch that. If you watch that game for the Lakers, the best player, I mean, outside of Anthony Davis, and it wasn't even LeBron. It was Danny Green. Danny Green was a better player. That's that. I think if you watch that game, you let me know. Remember. Sports Plus Life, Instagram, Twitter, Sports Plus Life. At me if you want smoke. But I don't add. I don't think Danny Green, Danny, Danny Green, Danny Green should be the should be the best player on that team. Um, but we'll see. Long season, long, long season. Eighty-two games, eighty-one more games to go. Um, for all the teams mentioned, 
Um, we'll see. The, we'll see. I want to see what the Rockets are going to do. They did um, pick up Russell Westbrook, so they did add more offense. Didn't add shit for defense. I mean, they they don't. They, there's not. There's nobody there that that scares me on the Rockets. That makes me think they're going to win a championship. They just they don't have no defense. They just can't. Um, but anyways, we can move on to the East. Giannis. After the Tocompo, I can't say his name. I'll figure it out one day. Um, but Giannis, the Greek freak. Um, the guys, I, I love Giannis, man. This guy's old school. He's a dude that, you know, LeBron was like, hey, come train with us. And Giannis like, nah, fuck your banana boat. I ain't trying to... I ain't trying to get on no banana boat. I ain't trying to do Taco Tuesday with your dumb ass. I'm going to go see the Black Mamba. I'm going to go see Kobe. I'm going to hone my skills and I'm going to fuck you up. That's what I like about Giannis. Giannis is old school. He don't, he's not he not into all that shit, that bullshit. Like, oh, let's go be friends. Let's go. Nah, fuck you. I'm going to tra- train. I ain't going to train with you. We ain't going to be friends. I'm gonna, I want to beat you. And that's that's like that's what's missing in this league. Too many of these motherfuckers want to be friends, want to exchange jerseys after the game, want to fucking, you know, I don't know. They want they want to they want hugs, Hallmark cards, rainbows, all that shit. Giannis just wants to win fucking games, and that's what I like about him. And that's and that's why he was the MVP last year. The guys a the guys a freak athlete. If you've never watched Giannis Compo play, I can't. I'll, I'll get his name right. So, sorry, I'll get his name right eventually. Sorry, Giannis. I'm gonna figure it out. But you got to you got to watch this guy play. The guy just glides. He's lanky. He's long, athletic, strong. Uh, it, it's it's you know it's it, like I said he's old school and it's cool to watch. It's great to watch. It's a great time. Like I said, um, to be a sports fan and with basketball in full swing. Um, there's a lot to look forward to. Moving on to more basketball. So you thought I was moving on to something else? No, more basketball. Because there's so much to talk about. Because I, I haven't gotten a chance to talk about basketball in a long time. But um, Zion Williams. Williamson? Zion Williamson? Injured out six to eight weeks to you know, a couple months. I kind of saw this coming. I never... I don't know if this is going to be a big bust a la Greg Oden or something like that. But this guy is an athlete. The, he's just a, you know, a 6'8", 6'7", 6'8". Moves like he's 6'2". Just moves really fast. A lot of weight to move. A lot of crazy cuts. Puts, you know, it's hard on his body. I mean, when you're an athlete like that, that's a hard on your body. So, I never expected him to be healthy. I, I, I really see For some reason, I didn't expect him to be so healthy. I don't expect him to be healthy... I don't expect him to play a whole full season of basketball. I don't think we'll ever, we'll ever see him do that. I hope he does. I think he's great, but I don't think he's as great as people make him out to be. Because if you look, take a look at someone like Giannis and put him up against someone like Zion, Giannis is going to win that matchup every time. Why? Okay, so we uh, so this kind of breaking news. I was going to talk about Zion Williamson. Um, but it's kind of breaking news right now. So Nate Diaz literally just tweeted out this, the following. He just tweeted out the following. It's like breaking news. 
Um, he just posted, oh crap, I just had it. I'm very not prepared. Now I'm prepared. He said, I'm not going to make it out to NYC for fight week next week because they say I tested with elevated levels that they say might be from some tainted supplements. I call false on that cause. I, I, I can't read. I call false on that because I only take whole food or natural food supplements. I don't even eat meat. So until UFC, USADA, or whoever is fucking with me fixes it, I won't be competing. I'm not going to play their game and try and hide it or keep quiet. As the as they suggested. I'm not going to have my name tainted as a cheater like these other motherfuckers who keep quiet until after the fight just so they can get paid. Fucking cheaters. I don't give a fuck about some money over my dignity and my legacy. I'm not playing along with this bullshit. I'm not saying, staying quiet and figuring it out after the fight. That's cheating. So fight game, I'll see you when I see you. Sincerely, the realest, baddest motherfucker in the game. End quote. Quote, unquote. That's, um, that's pretty crazy. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm, like I said, I've, I mean, you know, I've, I've been watching fighting since, uh, UFC, since UFC one. And, um, Nate Diaz has been one of the most consistent fighters out there. Um, and I don't, if you, if you were to test positive for anything, I think it'd be marijuana. TBH, to be honest, I think it'd be marijuana, which is still pretty crazy. still listed as one of the, um, banned substances, um, as far as Usada is concerned, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think Nate Diaz would have cheated. I don't think he, that's that's not him. I don't think so. You 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 might not agree with what he says. You might not agree with him as a fighter. You might not agree with a lot of shit. Um, but I don't think he's a cheater. I mean, Jesus Christ! So the only only the only thing the guy ever does is smoke weed and talk shit, and that's about it. Really, I mean, it's. That's what he grew up doing. That's all he's ever done. I don't think the guy's a cheater. Um, so this is going to be interesting to see what happens. Jorge Masvidal has tweeted out, I know something along the lines that, I know you're not a cheater. You're, uh, you know, I'm the baddest motherfucker around, but I know you're a clean fighter. I'll see you November 2nd. So for, I mean, this is a eight days out, nine, eight days out, nine days out. Um, November 2nd was the fight, when the fight's supposed to happen. Who, who knows what's going to happen now? Who knows, um, you know, what's going to happen? Because he did say, he they sat there and said, they're going to keep this quiet until after the fight and they figure it out after the fact. Which and a lot of people do. John Jones has done it. A lot of people have done it. Um, just so the fight can go on and make this, and people can make their money. But now, Nate Diaz, you know, like I said, Nate Diaz is a real, he's real. He's a real motherfucker. And he's like, nah, you ain't going to fucking put me out like that. You ain't going to make, you know, we're, we're not doing that shit. We're taking care of this right now. So pretty much he's, you know, he's putting his foot down and he's saying, yo, USADA, UFC, Nevada. I think they're in Nevada, I believe. So Nevada State, the Nevada State uh, Sports Commission needs to, we need to figure something out right now. Clear my fucking name because this guy, really, I mean, when motherfuckers have been broke before, they don't, they don't care. When they've taken a lot of L's like that, they don't give a fuck. They're not afraid of shit. But you got to understand, too, Nate Diaz is a, a new father. He's a dad now. And so th things are different, but he, he just doesn't want... No matter what, I, just, I, I, I side with Nate Diaz here that I don't want my name to be attached to that shit either. And um, whether they took a B sample or they're going to check the B sample, because usually they take an A sample and a B sample. 
So I two, take two samples in case the first one, you know, didn't come back right. So they'll test the second one. In this case, I think they're going to do that. So I don't know. I don't don't know what's going to happen from here. Um, all I know is that I want to see this fight. I hate I hate when shit like this happens. Because you get your, you know, it's just like you get the rug pulled out in front of you, uh, out from under you that this this amazing fight is going to happen and boom, it's gone. You just can't do it anymore. So, um, I hope it goes through. I don't, I don't want to see any, uh, I don't want to see uh, Jorge Masvidal really fight anyone else right now. I don't see, unless it's for the belt, I don't, I don't want to see him fight anyone else. And I really don't want that. I don't know why, but I don't want the Kevin Gaslam and Darren Till fight to be the main main event. What could happen if this fight doesn't doesn't go as planned? But but still a very amazing card to watch up and down. Um, there's still um, geez, I guess that, there's actually a lot of good fights coming up this weekend. Um, ben Askren, actually, never mind. I lied. This is probably going to be the most boring fight you'll ever see. Ben Askren against Damian Maya. Grapplers. Two grapplers. High-level grapplers. Um, this, yeah, this is my, could be very boring. Uh, seriously, the, the, mo the last boring fight, the, I remember the most boring fight I've ever seen, involved Damian, Damian Maya against Anderson Silva. That was in Dubai, I believe. And that was fucking boring. Um, I think this one happened UFC 112, I believe. I'm not 100% sure, but it's, if you guys, yep, UFC 112, Anderson Silva versus Damian Maia, Anderson Silva won by, um, decision. Um, Frankie Edgar also won the championship on that, on that, uh, on that card. I remember this. And then Matt Hughes beat Hensel Gracie. Wow. Some crazy fights on this card. Um, but yeah. Yeah, the, the, that fight's coming up. Damian Maya um, versus um, Ben Askren could, like I said, ultimately could be one of the most boring fights you've ever seen. We'll see. I don't know. Like, I don't think... I think Damian Maya's improved his, his striking game a lot. He's been around a whole lot longer than Ben Askren, too. So, um... As far as mixed martial arts is concerned, um, Damien Maya is a veteran, so he is, is his, um, yeah, his uh, his stand up has improved very well, well quite a bit actually. Um, so I'm interested to see what happens. Wrestling versus jujitsu is a classic wrestling versus jujitsu. Which one's going to work more? Um, I've never, I think I've watched Ben Askren fight before, and I've never really been impressed. That one, Robbie Lawler, the one against Robbie Lawler, very lucky. One of the most luckiest fights I've ever seen. That fight should have been stopped way earlier. Um, and yeah, it was just a lot of errors in that fight. Um, and then obviously five-second KO to Jorge Masvidal because it was so predictable. We knew he was going to go for a takedown. Masvidal knew it. His camp knew it. Got knocked the fuck out. So I don't, I don't know. This fight's early, so this fight also is overseas. I guess it's in the Philippines. Um, so... Um, yeah, it's going to be like 6 o'clock in the morning, my time, which is Mountain Time, 8 o'clock Eastern, I believe. So it's an early, early fight. I don't, I don't, I didn't see anything really else that caught my eye as far as, um, as far as fights on that card. Let me take a look here. Um, 
yeah, but, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm very interested to see. I say that a lot because I really am very interested to see what's what's gonna happen next. I don't know even know if these fights are gonna matter. I don't even know if these fights are gonna matter. Like I don't know where this stands as far as um, what the fuck is this? As far as who, like what this does for each fighter. I don't know what this is gonna do moving forward. Um, for any fight, for anybody on this card, really. I mean, you got Michael Johnson on this card fighting Stevie Ray. Don't know much about Stevie Ray. Benel Darius versus Frank Camacho. Uh, Cyril Gain versus Dontel Maez. Muslim Salikov versus, yeah, so there's a bunch of, I don't want to say no-namers, but a b very, probably up-and-comers. I mean, Michael Johnson. I, Michael Johnson's record of 19 and 14. He's the one who just got knocked out not that long ago by Justin Gaethje. Um, and got knocked out by somebody else. But he, yeah, he's uh, having a good streak, a good run of uh, of fights. Got knocked out by Josh Emmett, that's right. Cold knockout. You guys are going to watch that. YouTube that, whatever you got to do with Josh Emmett versus Michael Johnson. But, yeah, I mean, this next card coming up on Saturday, I mean, it almost went under the rug. It's coming on right, it's like, it's coming on right before... The Masvidal versus Nate Diaz fight, which I don't know if it's going to happen now. Um, that's the one everyone's excited about. What is that card that one's going to be? So, like, it's very... I don't know. This is just, like, one of those weird fights that I don't see a good for anybody. The fan... Um, you know, the fan, the fighters. Like, I just don't... I don't see what this does. Because... Let's say Ben Askren does win. Like, who does he fight next? Like, I really don't get it. You can fight Stephen Thompson, but Stephen Thompson fights on the next on the on that same card that Diaz and Masvidal are supposed to fight. So, yeah, I mean, I don't. A lot of weird stuff going on. Um, that was really crazy that Nate Diaz tweeted it out. So we'll see. I I'm, I want to. I want more facts, and I'm sure we'll hear something more within I don't know the next day or two. What's going to happen? I'm sure Dana White will come out, maybe even, you know, come on ESPN or something like that and talk about it. Uh, but yeah, I want this fight to go on. Hopefully it goes on. Um, but yeah, one thing we didn't talk about um, was the fights that happened the week before. So last weekend. This last weekend. Um, Dominic Reyes versus Chris Weidman. Dominic Reyes, a uh, light heavyweight contender. I think he might be, after what happened this last weekend, Chris Weidman got knocked out by Dominic Reyes. Cold. Just ate a straight left and then got beat up on the ground. Just knocked out. Chris Weidman's debut at um, light heavyweight, which for those of you who don't know, light heavyweight is 205 pounds. Chris Weidman previously at 185 pounds, which was middleweight, was a champion there, but has only won one out of his last five or six fights. And, and it, you know, decided to make the... The, the jump up to light heavyweight and got cleaned. Got buckled, got slept. Uh, so, where Chris Weidman goes from here, who knows? He probably back down to middleweight. Retirement. I mean, you take a lot of L's that like that. You're just you're not really setting yourself for setting yourself up for future, for good future bouts. You're kind of digging yourself lower and lower on you know, the totem pole. And you're you're becoming lower, you know, slowly more and more uh, a gatekeeper for the 185 pound division, or just in general, 
anyone coming in the UFC. But Dominic Reyes, I think, cemented probably a title shot. We'll see. Johnny Walker fights here pretty soon. Johnny Walker um, is another contender you're talking about and at uh, for John Jones. I don't know. Dominic Reyes is undefeated, I think, so is Johnny Walker. I have to check that out. Um, but Johnny, Wa Johnny Walker's had some pretty good performances. But Dominic Reyes, I think, has been more dominant than Johnny Walker has. More knockouts. Um, just an overall better finisher. Uh, we'll see. I mean, like, I think Danny Cormier said that after that fight that length, tall, huge fighters have been a problem for John Jones. And which, I mean, I, it makes sense. Look at the Gustafson fight, the first one. He, he damn near lost that fight, one of the best fights ever. Um, but he won that fight. But Gustafson proved a tough matchup. Proved a very tough fighter um, because of his length, because of his boxing and striking. So I don't know if Dominic Reyes is on quite like the highest level of striking as far as Gustafson goes or John Jones. But he's definitely put his name in the hat and said, hey, I'm right here, you motherfucker. I'm, you know, I'm here to bang. Let's bang. I, I, I would want to see this fight. I would. And John Jones, I mean, John Jones kind of put himself, could have put himself in a position where it's like, oh, I guess I'll fight this guy. He's cleaned out a lot of the top fighters there. And, um... So, I don't know. And the light heavyweight division is up for grabs. Um, outside of John Jones. I think I want John Jones to make a move up to heavyweight and just put all this end to this. He's to all this goat talk. He wins the championship at heavyweight and go, go. He's a goat. No matter, there's nobody else on top of that mountain. John Jones is a goat. He's the best fighter ever. He's the best fighter ever right now. He goes up to heavyweight, wins that belt, best fighter ever, hands down. Better than St. Pierre, better than Daniel Cormier, way better than Conor McGregor, way better than Anderson Silva, Matt Hughes. We go on and on and on. He's the GOAT. <clears throat> and that's why everyone wants to snipe at him. Everyone wants to swipe at him. you got to make a name for yourself. you got to be pretty fucking good to fight John Jones. So... But yeah, anyways, on that card as well, my cousin, I swear to God, I think this guy's my cousin. Yair Rodriguez versus uh, Jeremy Stevens. It was fight of the night. Great fight. Yair Rodriguez came out striking very, very well. Um, I want to say he even dropped Jeremy Stevens. I, I can't remember now. I got to watch back, watch the fight back. But dropped him with a body shot, which has been one of Jeremy Stevens' like, like he doesn't like those. Dropped him with a liver shot and but couldn't finish the fight. And it was one of those things, too, where he was just throwing stupid shots. Wasn't picking a shot. He was just throwing to try to finish the fight. But wasn't picking a shot. To f he was just throwing. He wasn't fit. He wasn't trying to finish. Um, just just to make it look like he was trying to mask the fight. To where he was like, look, I'm hitting the referee. He's looking at the referee. I look, I'm hitting him. He's not defending himself. Um, and Jerry Stevens came back. And almost, he damn near won that fight. I think this was a split decision. Um, a really, really good fight. Yari Rodriguez fought well. Kind of gassed that third round because, I mean, he was trying to finish it, I think, in the second round, I think is what it was. But Yari Rodriguez, I mean, this guy's um, only had, uh, his only loss in the UFC was to Frankie Edgar, so I think he has to run that back. But I think Frankie Edgar going to 135 makes sense, and I don't think that's good. I don't think that the fight's going to happen. Um, so I don't know where Yari Rodriguez goes from here. Maybe. I don't know. 
kind of hard to tell uh, where Yari Rodriguez goes from here. Um, maybe but one other fight because he's in the this is a featherweight division. A fight that just made was made, which kind of threw me off. Um, Uriah Faber versus P. P Pot I want to say Peter Yan. Potter Young, I think it says P-E-T-R, I think that's how you say it, Potter or Peter uh, Young, um, is a fight they're making, this is in the featherweight division, but it's in the uh, bantamweight division, I believe, god, I gotta double check now, but that kind of threw me off, I thought, I don't, I don't know, that was really weird, um, that there's a fight they're gonna make, I think you're a favor, um, I know he's in it. He's in it, man. He's in it. He came back out of retirement, won his first fight, uh, that first fight by knockout, um, and then you know was like, "Yo, um, Triple C, Henry Cejudo, let's bang, let's bang it out, let's go." And Henry Cejudo, the king, Henry Cejudo, the king of cringe, I was like, "Oh yeah, let's do it. Let's bang it out." Oh, and like in the weird fucking. <laughs> in a weird fucking way, but I don't know. We'll see what where that fight goes. Off topic. Um, staying with the fights is last week in ESPN two. Um, Greg Hardy versus Ben Sosoli. So Greg Hardy. Um, for those of you who don't know, Greg Hardy used to be in the NFL, defensive lineman. Um, was I don't know? I can't double check, but charged or accused of rape. Was on like video, like audio. Hitting his lady, apparently throwing her, throwing her on a pile of guns and like just gruesome shit like that. But he's found a home in MMA and he's um he's five and one actually. He's lost one. He got disqualified. I think that loss was a disqualification. And he has one no contest. And the no contest actually happened this weekend. So he actually initially won the fight by decision. Pretty boring fight, but Greg Hardy actually looked pretty decent. Looked improved. Um, better stand up. Uh, good footwork. I mean, we wouldn't expect of an athlete like that to catch on pretty quickly. But in between the second and third round, he asked to use his inhaler, which is a no-no. But the commission, whoever was overseeing that corner, you could, it's all on video. You could go, you know, check this out. And he goes, "Hey, can I use my inhaler?" He goes, "Is it? Did they approve it? Did, are you able to use it? Do you have it with you?" So yeah, it's approved by Osada. And so they let him use the inhaler. And then the, I mean, you could hear DC going crazy. He's like, what the hell? I can't, I've never seen anything like this. DC and Dominic Cruz are on, the, on commentary saying, I've never seen anything like it. I didn't think it was a big deal, but it's, I guess it's, it's I mean, you're giving, you're getting an advantage. I don't know too much about inhalers. I've, I've apparently it helps you breathe a little bit better. Um, but yeah, I guess it was a big deal because, because after the fight was over, UFC came out and goes, hey, uh, this is no contest. But I don't see any fault in what Greg Hardy did. I don't. Greg Hardy asked. The commissioner obliged. He thinks it's okay. I'm going to go ahead and use it. I think this falls on the commission, and I think they should overturn it. But now, um, that fight's on and on. And actually, Greg Hardy's actually filling in for Junior Dos Santos. Junior Dos Santos pulled out um, of his, I think they're fighting in, they were fighting in Moscow. I'm trying to think of the guy's name, Volkov. Alexander Volk, Volkov, Alexander Volkov, um, 
Greg Hardy is now filling in for Junior DeSantos fighting Alexander Volkov in Russia. And um, that's going to be very interesting. This is a really, really big step up in competition. And I think this is what everyone wants to see. Everyone wants to see this accused raper of getting fucked up. They want to see him getting beat the fuck out of him. They want to see him get hands and feet on him. Put on him like Mr. Potato Head. Hands, feet, Mr. Potato Head. They want paws put on him. They want hands put on him like a steering wheel. They want to see him turn black and blue. Like they want this guy to get fucked up. And Volkov is that dude. Long, lanky, tall dude. Um, most of all, can can scrap. And this is a this is huge. This is a huge step uh, for um, for Greg Hardy. So I'm very I'm very surprised he took this fight. But I think his camp says he's ready. He thinks he's ready. So let's do it. But I don't. I you know I, it makes sense that a guy like him goes in, comes in, and you know, an athlete like him wants to fight at the highest level. I mean, Volkov, though, I'll tell you this much. Volkov has fights against knockout wins against Fabricio Verdum, Stefan Struve. I mean, those are tough dudes. Has a decision win against Roy Nelson. So he's fought the toughest of the toughest dudes. He last, his last fight was against Derek Lewis, which he lost. But he was winning that fight. And then the last seconds of the last round got knocked the fuck out. And, um... That was crazy. It's another fight you guys need to watch. Probably one of the biggest comebacks you've ever seen. Um, and I knew I was watching that fight. Derek Lewis was never out of the fight. And I knew you're in a heavyweight division. Someone can touch you in your chin and put you out to sleep. Um, crazy. Crazy, 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 crazy. Just crazy a few hours of MMA. Um, you know, it was all starting on ideas. And also, I can't believe I skipped this. But the great and the natural Randy Couture was um, suffered a heart attack, I think, today or last night. Um, checked himself in the hospital. Um, but it's all point, all signs point to he is um, going to make a recovery, which is a good thing. A full recovery, it's, it's great. You he can catch that. Um, he caught that quick. Because those things can be really bad. I mean, you've seen, I've seen it firsthand with some uh, family members, and yeah, it's um, crazy. I'm glad he got that. I'm glad, glad they caught that. He caught it. He uh, admitted himself, or admitted, admitted himself in the hospital, and uh, got taken care of. I don't know what the procedures were, so um, just glad he's doing it right. Um, but yeah, that's going to wrap up this uh, episode of the podcast. Remember, you guys want smoke? At me. Sports Plus Life. Twitter. Instagram. Sports Plus Life. I'll take all the smoke. You guys don't scare me. Alright. Um, so we're going to end this episode. Hopefully, um, this whole Nate Diaz thing gets cleared up and we have a fight next week. And we have something to talk about. So remember, tweet me. Instagram me, DM me, slide into those DMs. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna screenshot our conversation, man. I ain't no petty Instagram thought. No Instagram thoughting around here. All right. Um. So yeah, look out for the next episode, episode number four. What I'm gonna try to do moving forward is try to do 
two episodes a week. Like I said earlier, two episodes a week, and I just, it's just ugh, it's just a pain right now because shit happens. Like this one, I had to switch mid recording to bring that um, to talk about it before I forgot. But um, yeah, I'll see you guys. Thank you. Remember, I, I need ideas for Halloween. Holla at me. All right, slide in my DMs. At me. Tweet me. Text me. Whatever you want. Sports Swift's life. L- late.